Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got... Hey, how are you? Well, no, I have to figure out, because I need to make sure that I give everyone their first chance up. So, Steve, hello. How are you? How's it going? Lauren, hello. Chris, hello. And Sharpie, howdy. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy. All right, so... It's going well. I'm trying to keep everyone, you know, getting their, their top bidding once in a while, so... I remember last time I had Lauren on the top, and then I had Chris on top. Okay. I'm rotating, just to be fair. On today's show, we're going to be talking about some Disney news. Lots of stuff going on around the world of Disney. Uh, not the store, but the world lowercase of yeah. Disney capital. Mostly Disney park news, so Disney World, I think, right? I think, no, we've got a Disneyland story. Oh, no, that's right. I have a Disneyland story. How quickly I forget. <laughs> Nice going. All right, so we're going to kick things off with Chris. Go ahead and get us started, please. Mine is the Disney Dine on the Go dining plan, and it's being tested in the Magic Kingdom this month, and basically for $29 for an adult or $12 for a child, you'll get two quick service meals, and you kind of have to eat those at a certain time. So you have to eat the lunch before 4 o'clock and the dinner after four o'clock. So those are really the only um, kind of uh, uh, requirements they have for using the plan. And so you get an entree and a drink with each one. So it doesn't have a snack credit like the typical, the the traditional dining plan for quick service. has. No, no snack credits and no um, dessert, but it does, it is open to anyone. So I don't know. It looks like it looks a lot like the universal dining plan, actually. How much? I agree. You, so if you so. did the traditional quick service, how much is that for an adult? Is it more than $29? Uh, about 36 All right. So you're saving. And then so it's it, 19 for a kid. Ooh, wait a minute. It's a lot less. Yeah, that's a good deal for kids. Sorry. So that's good. And so you, yeah, and I guess it's. So, so no, no dessert, no drink mug. <clears throat> Uh, just no. comparing to the the traditional plan that we're used to, and uh, no snack. So if you go ahead and you have a burger and fries for lunch, well, okay, quick service in the Magic Kingdom is pretty cheap. It's not like you're going to Disney Springs and eating a twenty dollar pizza. Yeah. Um, unless you go to be our guest. Um. So and how it much would only you be say? Used just, Magic Kingdom, right? Well, just for the record, right. quick service um is forty six a night. Oh, is it? Thank yeah. you. I'm sorry. It's okay. Which restaurant says is include every restaurant? I think it includes a lot of them. I don't think it includes all of them, though. I didn't okay. see the list. Where's the list? It's got Casey's, Columbia Harbor House, Cosmic Rays, Pico's Bills, Pinocchio, and Tomorrowland Terrace. You know, I don't know that this is such a good deal because... If it's twelve ninety nine for a sandwich and fries, and then you get a Coke, which is, eh, you save like a couple Five. bucks. <laughs> you, yeah, if you're getting an a entree and it's like a beverage like that, your average time is that it's about $15. So Mandy did the math. <clears throat> and she said she'd save $4 a day. Four bucks, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, times four or five people in your party, depending. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's like a free meal. That is a free meal. That's a good point. It's at least like a it's free not, meal. It's not as good of a deal for like, you know, 
just one person going for the day. But then think about it. Then you're committed to staying in the park until well, at least well, five or six o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And as of right now, it's not transferable to another park. Right. I don't know if I like that. I think that's great for people who have like a one day ticket. That's actually brilliant. Hmm. And, it, and it, it's even good for offsite guests. Yeah. Yeah. That's the nice part. Just yeah. like universals, universals, any, like you'll go there and say you're buying a ticket. They'll go, Hey, do you want the dining plan? And like, if you're used to Disney, you're, you get a little confused. You're like, what? But yeah, no, that's how it works. Well, Disney okay. isn't giving you this to, to save you money because they feel bad. Right. I mean, they're, they're putting this together because they've run the numbers like an insurance company would run the numbers and they're mm -hmm. figuring, they're figuring that somebody's not going to, that they're going to make money on it. Oh, absolutely. So well, they make money off the dining plan anyway. So they're making money off of somebody showing up late and not getting the lunch or somebody deciding to bail early because <laughs> their kids are tired or their kids are right. asleep or they are sick or they just want to get out of there and well, they don't get the dinner or the, or the little kids decide not to eat and the, and the parents eat dinner and the kids are asleep or whatever. Yeah. You know what else they're going to benefit on is people are going to say, well, it includes a beverage. I'll go ahead and get that large Coke. And that doesn't cost Disney anything, but yeah. it's forcing them to pretty much pay for that well, we did when that. they get the package. That's very true. And, and then, if you're not normally a soda drinker, uh, Disney wins in that regard. And they're hoping they stay in the park longer, like I think, Chris, like you said. So they're getting hopefully more souvenirs or whatever. And more popcorn. Um, it's a whole conspiracy. So, and they've had a very low attendance calendar year. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're looking... Look for ways not only to, to get people in but to keep them there now we did this this type of thing at SeaWorld, and you pay like basically at SeaWorld, you you pay one price and you can eat as many times as you want that's uh, just weird basically you have it's like one hour intervals you have a one you have to wait another hour before you can order food again right is that what we it was something like it that. was ridiculous but it was in but i it was it was just too much. Well, it was a lot <laughs> of food, but you could also go in and you could get the meal that had the side of strawberries and skip the burger. And so essentially you're just going in for a snack and getting your strawberries. You get, you could get the, you got the drink, you got the meal, you got the dessert. And then you could also get sodas uh, or bottled waters uh, whenever you wanted to. So you would, walk but everyone up, in the party has to get it. Yeah. You could walk up to a cart and get, four bottled waters or whatever, but it became, uh, you were constantly looking at your, your watch and being like, okay, another hour's gone. Do you want to go eat somewhere? And then you were like, oh, oh we ate so much. I can't eat any more food. It, it became, well, it, was, it was like a game. <laughs> well, and then it, you didn't like something and then you're like, no big deal. I'll just eat in an hour. But yeah, you would get the cake, which was, you know, it's, it's like a Disney cake. The desserts aren't that great, but maybe the strawberries are all right, but I don't know. It was... Well, I liked getting the fresh fruit and the beverages. It was a lot of, it was, you could definitely eat if you wanted to eat. But anyway, so they're all doing these dining plans now. Um, Disney's is the two different meals. It's getting hard to discern um, one. From I don't another. know. It'd be interesting. Four, if you're just going on your own, it's like, ooh, I don't know. I could possibly save $4. <clears throat> but if you have a family, then it becomes a little more interesting if something doesn't happen. So, and you actually take advantage of it. Lauren, what do you think? You think it's worth it? You know what? I think it depends. I think if you're going solo, like you said, I don't think it's something that. I don't know. It's not something I think I would do. I'd rather just pay as I go because 
maybe I want something that's a less expensive item. You know, I don't know. I don't think it's really worth it. I think that if you do have a family and you can save one meal, then yes, it might be worth it in that case. Yeah, I agree. And there is, I think it's circumstance. I think there's a a bit of value put on the convenience of it as well. People buy the dining plan for the convenience. Um, They'll buy this for the convenience, having it all prepaid and, and, you know, they don't have to worry about it. Although what's the difference between paying first thing when you enter the park versus when you walk up to the, the restaurant? Yeah. I'd rather just pay there. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. And I think yeah. they're probably also discovering that people only do one meal while they're in the park. Yeah. They're trying to push them. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a valid point. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're doing. They're trying to push them into the two meals because sometimes you just snack or you want to ride rides and you don't want to take the time out. And this, the, this and I'm going to be honest, especially when I'm yeah. in the parks alone, yeah. I pack some granola bars in my bag, yep. a water bottle, yep. and I may buy like one or two snack items throughout the day, but I never, never sit down and eat a full meal. And this, Yeah, this they're trying to get you to eat two meals because you prepaid when you walked in. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's interesting. I think, you know, they're trying to pull money from every area they can. You know, I mean, they're building all this new stuff. I guess they got to make the money somewhere to do it. So. Yep. Okay. Now, can they book this? You can't book this in advance. Like No. This. Okay. So really, if you want to book something in advance, I think the regular dining plan, because then you can figure out where you're going to eat. You can add table service. Um, and that's probably your better option if you can plan ahead. But if you get a sporadic trip and you want to go down, um, either pay out of pocket or if this is an option for you, you know, it's, it's available. Yeah. I think part of it too, is that I don't like change. <laughs> That's the reality. You know, it seems like they're doing a lot of kind of different things lately. I have to agree with you. I'm kind of like, what's going on here? <clears throat> yeah. It's like changing everything. Do. I think they're testing the waters a lot to see what type of innovative products. Yeah. They can offer to get clients to spend, not not clients, but Disney calls them guests. Let's be honest. Uh, see, see what they can do to get them to spend more, knowing that they're spending money in the Orlando area anyway, but getting them to spend it at Walt Disney World instead. I mean, that's yeah. that's the whole push that, that built the hotel empire that is at Walt Disney World now yeah. is when Michael Eisner saw all of the the pop-up properties that were were happening all around Kissimmee and uh, all around the Orlando area. He wanted those guests on site. Smart, smart business move. Plus it gives guests a much better experience in terms of transportation, in terms of immersing them in the Disney environment and getting them to spend money in the Disney gift shops and the Disney restaurants. So, yeah. And you can't blame them. No, no, it's it's, a smart business move. Do you think that the guys over at Universal, when they sort of adopted this test, were they just like, yes, they're finally copying us? <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. they had to be. Because, well, you know, you know, we've it's always those... Universal chasing yes. Disney. They yeah. were probably kind of excited. I don't know, but Universal's definitely took a page out of the Disney playbook now because they, they're doing all the on-site hotels. They're, I mean, like every, they don't even have one built before they announce the next one and they're now they're they're a force the, to be reckoned with. Now they're doing the water park. They're really trying to get people on site, and they're finally becoming a multi-day destination. I don't think they have the amount of table service to do a, at 
well, they're trying to get well. They're slowly moving City Walk. They need to improve too. their their dining. I like their dining at City Walk. I think and they are in the part, parks and they, they need to part, improve yeah. it. Yeah, and they are part of their. Dining I agree. Too now, you can get the Cowfish is extraordinary. Yeah, they. I, I love. Antihitos. I love Antihitos. All right, I got us off topic. So anyway, where it <laughs> doesn't back, take much. Go back to the news. Who's who? Where, who where okay, at? so the next one is about Animal Kingdom. Ooh, that yeah. must be for me. Well, no, not necessarily. This is kind of a group thing. Oh, yeah. I was kidding because it's usually lots of speculation lately about that one. Well, it's it's trying to figure out when they're going to open things up, whether it's River Rivers of Light or. There's Pandora. there's a lot of speculation that something big is going to happen in early March when the view goes there because they're actually broadcasting. It was just announced from Animal Kingdom Park. Um, so there's some speculation that there's maybe something happening around those dates, which I think is like the first week, March 6th, somewhere in there. Yeah, they're, um, they're going to be broadcasting. Um, I just had it in front of me. Well, yeah, they Disney has all these uh, yeah. properties, and they have a you know the whole media empire. So they will have their shows come down there and talk about it, and do a sneak peek with them or whatever to try to. And and they probably might. I don't think it'll open up to the public, but I'm sure they will show them riding something for two seconds or walking around that area or whatever to try to get you excited about that it's coming and opening. Yeah, and there's also uh, some some speculation that there's a press event coming May 23rd. Oh, really? Which makes total sense because I go home on May 21st. <laughs> or Bummer. not. Makes total sense. The good news is, Disney, if you want to invite Mouse Chat, I'm booked on Southwest. I can change my flight. I have a car. <laughs> I can drive down. I could stay. We can make it I'm happen. I don't. I'm happy I could to come. sleep. I could sleep on Mandy's couch because you know that's my dream: sleeping in an apartment with five twenty-something cast members. Not really. Um, I'll get. Are you going to go undercover? I am going to go undercover in college Literally. program housing. Yeah, she's not. She's in regular like. She's got a regular apartment now, but I, there's a lot of people living there. So. So um, I don't know. So that'd be interesting if they actually do a press. Sometimes they do the press events before they open it to the public, and then sometimes it's open to the public and they work all the kinks out of it, and then a month later they do the press event so everybody... Well, Fantasyland opened to the press first. Yeah, that was the one that they did. Where the this press is big. I think they're going to do press first. But do you see Pandora opening that early? I don't know. It looks yeah. like I don't know. It looks like I think the whole thing it. opens by summer. Yeah, it, and, um, and that's Memorial Day weekend, right? Yep. Oh, I don't see the I'm whole thing opening. I'm wondering if they open one of the rides in March and the and finish opening everything in May. Okay. That might happen. I I don't see the whole thing finished in May. I don't see that happening. I, I think you I might do. have something with you know an opening I, of I've, something. I've I've heard I've heard and read and and consumed rumors of both uh both both varieties. Yeah. Um. I think there may be some work left to do when it, when they do preview it. Um, but I, I personally think they may. We lost you. We lost you. That, that, that's just my opinion. You cut out. Okay. I personally believe Sharpie go back. I personally believe. I, I personally believe that it's, they're going to preview parts of it with the media 
before they ever open up the full land to the public. I believe by the time they open the full land up, it, the full land will be ready. Okay. That made, that made well, no so sense. So they're not going to open it partially to the public, but they will yeah. to the media. Correct. I believe they're going to do partial previews with the press. Okay. Well, I think that we need to we'll see. push to get Mouse Chat into that I, preview. Yeah. I think all of our listeners should write to Disney and tell them that we should be invited to the preview. <laughs> Go now. Okay. Um, moving on. Sharpie, you've got some news on uh, Planet Hollywood. So Planet Hollywood's menu, much like Planet Hollywood itself, uh, has undergone some dramatic changes and will we'll continue to do so uh, until it opens up in early 2017. If you've, if you've seen photos lately, uh, it no longer looks like the, the blue globe, uh, that it once was, it's now being the, the planet Hollywood observatory, uh, set to visually fit in much better with, uh, the new Disney Springs look and appearance. Uh, so they're rolling out an entirely new menu, uh, like the fried LA lasagna. Interesting. Uh, Wait, did you see and, that mac and cheese burger? Quite, quite extraordinary. Quite mac gooey. Mac and cheese burger. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, if, if you followed us in the last couple episodes, you know that, that Guy Fieri is going to have his own uh, menu there. Uh, the new Big Bite Burgers or Knuckle Sandwiches, uh, such as the, the bacon mac and cheese burger uh, with his signature I donkey sauce on a Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's like a heart attack. Uh, yeah, it is. But there's also you could have okay, guys. Feast. Let Sharpie talk. <laughs> yeah, we we just get too excited about food. Lisa. We do. I know. I got to keep everyone on track. So yeah, so the the uh, lobster feast gonna be out there. Uh, Ten ounce bone in New York uh, strip steak for two. Steak for two. Who's up for that? Five ounces each. I wonder if they give Ugh. you a, a scale for the table. You got to skip uh, to the desserts. You know, I can't imagine a 10 ounce <laughs> steak for two. That's that doesn't seem very big. 10 ounce for one. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. I High that, roller platter, generous I serving of uh, chicken crunch, uh, Texas tostados, buffalo wings, cheesy spinach dip, uh, and shrimp. Uh, but then, of course, there's your kind of classic. Uh, uh, buffalo chicken strips, you know, yep. uh, spinach and berry salad, but the desserts, come oh, on. Look at that. Let's, Did you see the pictures? Yeah. Let's talk about the desserts, like the chocolate comet or the strawberry borealis. Uh, cake literally, on top. It's got yes, cake. An entire slice of cake on top of the, now, oh, okay. With sprinkles. Most of our listeners know that I, I the diet has been my my big thing for the last few years. A lot of weight loss. I look at these desserts and I think, my goodness, that is an entire day's calories. Yes. Oh heck in yeah! In one dessert. Well, these look like if you've been to Two Sums over at uh, that's what I was thinking City Walk, which is the kind of chocolate factory. They have these at like, Universal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You sent me a picture of that, Lisa. Yeah. So it's at City Walk over at Universal Studios. They have these malts and shakes that are done up beyond belief. And this seems to be the new trend. So this looks like the same thing. They look like these, you know, like they're in a mason jar uh, souvenir thing. And then all on side of the mason jar 
they stick things with using chocolate or whatever. So the entire outside of the jar is covered. And then they put a giant piece of cake or a full-size lollipop and, you know, four straws. and Like M&M. eight candy bars. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's so Gross. over the top. You'd have to share it. It's like, Why would you have to share that, Chris? Uh, we wouldn't have to share that. <laughs> no, I have to tell you, I've seen the pictures and they're disgusting. Well, that, they no. look like just they just threw all the crap they had and just. Ugh. Oh, no. I mean, there's cotton the candy on looks that. Amazing. No, it doesn't. It looks like cheap nasty cake, cheap chocolate, and a bunch of whipped cream. All and right, sprinkles. Mandy, <laughs> if this is open by February 9th, you and me are going here. Yeah, you can have it. You have to do the. I think the one that I think looks better. And looks like a higher quality version of this is the one at Toothsome's at Universal. But I have not tried. When I saw the ones that they were making and was standing there, they looked, they were over the top where you got that wow factor, but they looked like they, they were weren't more, off-putting. They looked like they were more tastefully done versus this looks like. Um, the candy aisle exploded. This looks like my kids got to pick every item of candy and throw it into a milkshake. And it's yeah, like. Yeah, that's it's, not it's, good. It's like, I don't see what's wrong with that. It's like the suicide version of a of a drink into a uh, dessert. So if I'm not mistaken, See, this is this is number two where Disney's following Universal. Oh my gosh, you're right. Oh snap! I think cats. What I saw at Universal, this was done very well. This photo. This looks overdone. Looks like. But let's keep in mind, Planet Hollywood is a third party provider. Yeah, so, so it's whatever is, they've done. Yeah. Never know. Okay. All right. We'll see. I am. But uh, this one. Okay. So the one on the right with the blue, it's got, it looks like gumdrops. It has cotton candy. It has a full size lollipop. It's got chocolate coated pretzels. And these are stuck to the side of the mug. And Steve mentioned gumdrops. Yeah. Yeah. Steve mentioned souvenir mug. I don't think this is souvenir. I don't think you get to keep it just to put it out there. That might be. You I mean, can if you go in the bathroom and rinse it and put it in your purse. Well, now, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and you might be able to. The ones at Universal. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Yeah, at Universal, they look like they're mason jars, but they're plastic, and you can you can keep them. So Okay. And they have a walk, you know, a takeaway window where they're making these as fast as they can get them out the door, so. These milkshakes feature 12, uh, up to 12 flavors of house-made ice creams and sorbets. So in addition to these kind of custom milkshakes, you also have the option for 12 flavors of ice cream or sorbet. You know, look, I guess it's great if you're a kid and that's what it's about. I mean, if, 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 uh, Brooke saw one of these, she'd be all over it. I mean, it's kind of like a kitchen sink. You do it not because it's, it's the photo delicious. It's. Yeah, it's, it's a, an event. Yes, it is definitely. Mm. An it's event. A photo I don't want op. my food to be an event. I want it to be delicious. <laughs> I want my food to I be an event. I don't need that. You want both, Chris. You like the pictures. You like the uh, the coolness to I'm it. I'm really picky going, about. We're dessert, going to though. Universal Studios in a couple of weeks on a event for four days. Who's Do you going? know? And I'm hoping we get to go there. We should go to two sums if we don't get to go, and we should get one of those shakes, and we'll. we'll okay. We have Facebook to go back it. May first too. And you're gonna go. Oh, that's oh, right. We should go. We'll go. Yeah. That's right, because I'm your roommate. You're lucky. Right. Yeah, if I don't stab you with a fork before now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, boy. She already Such threatened a- to put a horse's head in my bed. Mm. So to finish out Planet Hollywood, they also feature the Planet Meltdown, uh, which is a chocolate hard shell dome that's melted table side with hot chocolate sauce to reveal a double chocolate fudge cake, fresh strawberries and whipped cream. These are all the rays. Sounds pretty tasty. We had one of these at the Mouse Chip meetup at the uh, France Pavilion, right? And then we've also had that at Disneyland. What? 
What are you talking about? What are you talking did about? you secretly run to like Universal and not no, tell us? Remember he, he did the have meltdown? it was that Bush Noel. Is that what you're thinking? What are well, you I thinking? didn't have it, but someone at our table had it. It's basically I where had they the Bush Noel. Where? At, oh, at um, Mr. Paul? Yeah. Okay, they, yeah, the chocolate ball, and then you melt it. Oh, yeah, no, that so was it's something. Like, oh, that, yeah. okay. And so I kind of forgot that. Sharpie, yeah. you and I were at the cool kids' table. We didn't get to see that. Yeah, it was at the dork it's, table. Oh, yep. sorry, Steve. Yes. Lisa. No, it's basically they take something, and they put it inside of a, a chocolate container, and then they fuse the two halves, and then at their table, they pour hot chocolate, and it melts. The, to reveal to reveal the inside. Yeah, so at, at Disneyland, they had a diamond celebration, and it revealed a diamond inside of it, and then... When they did the uh, diamond celebration, and then here, and then at the uh, Monsieur Paul's, they had some type of had ice cream, ice cream inside of it, and then <laughs> just ice cream. Yeah, so Planet Hollywood's doing something where, it, but it's a it, showy thing. Yeah, it's definitely about table eating. presentation. Yes. It's fun. It's a new way of uh, doing something with a dessert. All right, moving on. Uh, Steve, you're up. Oh, hey. So I'm. We're going to go to hey. Di- Disneyland. This is exciting if you've missed the parade. So Disneyland is going to get the uh, Main Street Electrical Light Parade uh, over at Disneyland for a short time again. It'll be January 20th through June 18th. So if you're at Disneyland and you've This is the, the parade, parade that never dies. Well, you know. That's good. It's, yeah. It would be. And then hopefully we'll get an announcement one of these days about a world parade. Um, it would be nice with spring Well, yeah, summer. when they send us paint the night. I'm hoping. Oh, wouldn't that be fantastic? Oh, it's so coming. It, I'm calling it. You got to get coming. Mac here. It makes sense. It's not yeah, going to be that's easy. That's sort of obvious, Lauren. You it's coming. Know. Yeah. I've yeah. said it from the beginning, though. It's coming. I really think that it's going to come. I think it's it's just a matter of time. You know, I don't. I, <clears throat> I don't know. You know, here's the thing: Are they holding it back because they want this this year to be all about Pandora and get their money out of it, and then they're going to? They're going to put a parade into Magic Kingdom next year or later. And then when the Pandora dies down, they, you know what I mean? I, I would have thought they would have been talking it up uh, already if they were going to bring it, but maybe not. Eventually, I, I think they're waiting be. to see how much of a crowd Pandora d- yeah, brings. Yeah. And then if it doesn't, it's going to bring that. fans. You know, it's, it's going to bring your true Disney fans that want to see the new things. Yeah. Yeah. But I you think, know, I think you're. But the what are they starting the mm-hmm. the next celebration for Disney? Oh, you mean like an anniversary? World. It's not for five more years, right? So they're not going to wait that long for paint tonight. It's going to come no. soon. Yeah, they just did the forty. Well, if we're looking, yeah, we just did forty-five, so we've got five more years until a big something, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that was it, Disneyland. Main Street Electrical Light Parade. Well, look at look at Disney World. Main Street Electric Light Parade was only supposed to come for a few months and it was here for like seven years. Well, <laughs> it was here a long time. That's how it mm-hmm. seems to play out. So, yeah, I was would assume. Wasn't quite seven years, five years. Where's Spectro Magic right now? It's gone. It is deceased. Trash heap. Oh. They got rid of it. It, it. Yeah, it's done. It's not coming back. Well, the music will live on forever. Yes. I was not a fan of Spectro. Oh, I did. I was. I never got to see it. What? what? Yeah. How is that possible? How is that possible? Oh my god! Never got to see it. How long was it there? Forever. It was there. Yeah, it was there. He was too busy hanging out in Animal Kingdom. Went to 
Disney in 1985 and then didn't go back to Disney until 2006. Wow. wow. Yeah, but it was there then. It was there in six. I don't know. It was there in six. Definitely. Well, yeah. Yeah. We were, we were doing, um, we were doing Pixie when it left. <clears throat> huh. I don't know. Okay. Do you know it, when Pixie started? It's been seven years, April, right? Uh, March. Six. Six, seven. It'll, so, it'll be seven yeah. in March. Yeah. Wow. But we started in 2010. So, and I think it's been about, let's see. All right. I'll look it up. I'm it looking doesn't. it up. Was it that, it was Spectrum Magic that different than Not the really. Main Street Electrical Parade? If you, you, no. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so maybe, kind of, maybe you saw it. similar. Yeah, it's the same type of thing. Uh, where Paint the Night is an obvious upgrade. It was introduced in 1991. Uh-huh. Ran through 99 and then did a second run 2001 to 2010. Oh, so it wasn't. Hmm. So it barely. So I definitely saw it then. You probably saw it. It you, looks the same. It just you just don't have Pete's Dragon and, but it's the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. Why is it different? Because it had the technology with the color changing and the white and. Yeah, it was different. It had a little difference. Oh, a little difference. I didn't realize it ran that long. Wow, nine years and then another nine years. Well, they got their money out of it. Eighteen. And years. then. That left in June of 2010, and I think it was fall that they brought in Main Street. So maybe we'll see it in the fall. I can dream. I hope. Okay. So speaking of dreams and dreams being crushed, they canceled the half marathon. <clears throat> yeah, so that was what? Well, depending on when the show comes out, it was just, um, do you know why? It was it? Oh, it I know why. Weather. I would say it had a good run, but oh. stop. So there were thunderstorm warnings and they decided it wasn't safe. Yeah. Yeah. If it's just drizzling, so, that's one thing. Do you know what? I'm the kind of person when I heard that, I thought, oh God, I bet so many people are relieved that they don't have to run. <laughs> and then uh-huh. I realized that those people actually trained and wanted to do it. Well, not only that, but a lot of the people actually did run. They, they went to um, the Epcot hotels and, they ran it there and some of the magic kingdom hotels and some of them ran it there and cast members were actually giving out like, um, what? treats and stuff as a congratulations. Yeah. They made their own race, but they can't run on the streets. What do they do? Just run around the, they ran around the, the resorts, the lagoon. Yeah, yeah. You can do that. I guess a lot of people run the, the lagoon. There'll be a lot of people running around that thing. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people did that though. They said, because they, they had trained and they're like, we're going to run in Disney. I'm going to run it. <laughs> well, there you go. And they did it. Well, I mean, did it yeah. actually rain and or, or were they just too cautious? Or was there like thunderstorms in that, that during that time? I don't know. Are you asking if anyone got hit by lightning? Well, the thunderstorms at Disney are no joke. I mean, when, the, when they yeah. come in during the summertime, they're, they're full on. They're like nothing you've experienced anywhere else. The lightning and the rain, they're pretty heavy duty. Yeah. Apparently, Biggest concern was that there was no place for shelter in some of the areas of the course. Yeah, then you're way yeah. out there. Yeah, that was so be... that was the biggest problem. Yeah, because there are some very backstage areas that they run through yeah. during marathons yeah. and half marathons. But Disney did do certain things, like they gave a full refund for the race registration in the form of a Disney gift card. They gave them two one-day park hopper tickets. They deferred registration to another run Disney half marathon race. 
within 24 months. And they offered limited availability to the full marathon um, for Sunday, January 8th, for anybody who wanted to run it. I think that, didn't they have to choose between those <clears throat> options? Um, they'd choose one. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the things that were offered, though. Yeah, def- so. Disney definitely takes care of people when... You yeah, know, they, oh, yeah, the weather they condition comes up, which is not their fault, but they still take care of people above and beyond. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. All right, I'm next. Speaking of cool, <laughs> um, oh <boy>. <laughs> going over to Epcot, <laughs> we are heading to the Mexico Pavilion where there's going to be a new permanent tequila. I don't even know if that's a word. So, a new it is now, it is, yes. And um, it's called Chosa Tequila. It will be permanent. And it's kind of an outdoor version of La Cava, which is inside the Mexico Pavilion. It's off to the right. And a lot of people know there's a bar in Mexico, but they don't know where to find it. So, And it's often crowded as well. So they have this new outdoor location. It is permanent. It's expected to come out early this year, maybe spring, hopefully um, It'll go off well, but in addition to their um, their drinks, their margaritas, they're going to have uh, snacks, some chips and guac and salsa. They'll have some, um, what else are they going to have? Empanadas. Empanadas, some tacos, so some good stuff. I'm wondering if they're going to serve some of those more specialty margaritas out there, Hopefully. like they do inside La Cava de Quila. I don't know. I'm going to say yes. I would think so. so. They, they like doing the strange and unusual and uh, people always want to try something strange and unusual. (coughs) So it's going to help them sell. So yeah, they'll probably do that. All right. Moving on. Oh, Lauren, you've got a story for us. Oh, I do. And it's a goodie. So, Disney has finally listened to me. Thank you, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) And has put uh, beer and wine in more restaurants in the Magic Kingdom. Yay! Everybody clap. Yay! Oh, I'm sure all the hardcore hardcore Disney people are very upset because this is not Walt's dream. Yeah, but I'm hardcore and, and you know what? If they would put a wine bar right before you get onto the people mover, I think it would be an awesome thing. Um, so they're going to be putting the, well, they did put starting um, in the end of December, uh, Tony's town square, Royal table, skipper's canteen, which we all know you need alcohol to get through skipper's canteen. Oh, it's not and, that bad. Oh, yuck. Liberty tree tavern um, are all going to be serving beer and wine. And they are trying to gear it more towards the restaurant. So you're going to see like Tony's is going to have more Italian wines and beers um, like Chianti and things like that. Uh, Liberty Tree is going to have beer, cider, some domestic wines. Um, Skipper's Canteen is going to have like Riesling and uh, lots of booze. Yeah, different things like that. 
Um, Royal Table is going to have champagne and sparkling wine. So they're going to have beer and wine, but they're also going to have some specialty items geared towards their um, their specific restaurant. So I'm excited. I think this is a great addition. I think it's going to relieve a little bit of the pressure on Be Our Guest, which I think is really good. Now, and I still think Be Our Guest is one of the better restaurants in that park, but I do think it's going to relieve a little bit of the pressure there. Isn't that indicating that Be Our Guest people are loading in there just for the alcohol? I Maybe. think a lot of people do go there just because of the alcohol. Really? I think the food is really good too. Don't get me wrong. I love, I, I mean, we eat at Be Our Guest every time we can. Um, but I think a big draw to Be Our Guest is the fact that, you know, mom and dad have had a long day in the Magic Kingdom and they want a glass of wine or a beer before they head back out to get through the fireworks and do all that. I don't think it's an unrealistic thing that you'll see a little bit of, of pressure off of Be Our Guest. So you said beer and wine, but you also said specialty drinks, right? So they're going to have some type of alcoholic. No, uh, oh, just no. beer and wine. Right, so it's just yeah, wine. it's okay. it's going to be to start. I think I don't know if it's going to ever go to anything more. I mean, it's just been beer and wine at Beer Guest since 2012 when that came out. Okay, it'll be interesting to see if they start having those little kiosks like they have at Hollywood Studios and Epcot, like everywhere you go. I where think they eventually sell you'll see it. I think they're going to test yeah. the waters first. And I think it'll be years before you see it, but I do think you'll see it eventually. They make their money there. I know. I don't think enough people, I think there are people who care. Like I sort of looked at the Facebook pages for, you know, for all the ones that we do. And, uh, you know, there were a couple people who popped up who said, you know, I really don't like this. And this wasn't, you know, the idea and camp parents or whoever go without drinks for, you know, one day. But, um, Overall, people were kind of excited, and I and we're actually going there next week, so we'll let everyone know, know how Skipper Canteen is with alcohol. It'll be much better, I'm sure. Yes, more entertaining, I would bet. You know, uh -huh. I and I I'm not like a huge drinker, but I was kind of excited to have wine and be our guest because we went there the opening night, and uh, it was like, of course we ordered wine. It wasn't very good, but we ordered it. <laughs> Oh, no, their Pinot Grigio was good. You know, I don't like white wine. That's my problem. Lauren, have you so, found a Pinot or met a Pinot that you haven't liked? I actually have. Hmm. Okay. I have. Remind me what that is. That's my Christmas gift to you. Yeah. Remember that horse's head? <laughs> yes, ma'am. So <laughs> I'll get you the corkscrew, Lisa. <laughs> okay, so I think that's it. I'm going to go ahead and grab the show, wrap it up right here. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you, Pixie Vacations. And uh, if you enjoy listening to the shows, you can find more of our shows at mousechat.net and also at iTunes. You can send comments and questions to us. <laughs> um, send those to comments at mousechat.net, and uh, we'll be happy to look at those. And thank you so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.